0: welcome back to another episode of the resellers mindset podcast my name is mike also known as the Used book guy on youtube along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller johnny b we help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up we also have a weekly zoom call and private discord for all youtube members head on over to youtube.com backslash use book guy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast zoom call and private discord today Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Resellers Mindset Podcast. Mike here next to Johnny. As always, today is going to be a fun one. We are going to talk about eBay and how I think they should have clear-cut seller standards across the board. I'm not really sure what Johnny's opinion is on this, so I'm going to throw it over to him first. And when it comes to standards, I'm just talking about like, you know, we have an expectation that you ship things in a, a package, you know, that isn't a cereal box, right? Things like that, you know, we we have a program where if maybe, you know, maybe you have to respond to a customer's question within 48 hours. Those are the kind of standards I have in my head. And I do think eBay needs something like this, but I'm curious what the, what the full-time eBayer says, right? You all know I'm just a peon in the eBay world. So, uh, Johnny, take it away.
1: I agree 100%. You're going to run into the issue of what about the part-time or the college kid or the grandma who just wants to sling up a couple of items? Are they really beholden to the same standard as a full-time eBay person like myself? I don't really have a good answer for that, but I believe the entry requirements maybe to sell on eBay should be raised a little bit. I mean, Amazon has more stringent uh ways to get in to sign up for the, the whole company these days than, than eBay does or most other platforms. I mean, should eBay be the platform where anybody can sell anything? Yes, no. If it's yes, well, then we have to allow the grandmas and the college kids to do their one-time thing, right? But should they ship them in cereal and hot pocket boxes? No. Um. Maybe if you're just a part-time or you're selling I don't know, below 100 items, maybe you actually have to ship it to a prep center to make sure it's done properly by eBay customer staff. But does eBay really want to pay for that? Probably not. So it's an interesting thing. Uh, but if you're full-time, though, let's focus on full-time slash part-time that takes it seriously. I think you should have absolutely standards uh, to, well, play the
0: eBay game. I think it should be across the board, whether you're hokey pokey or whether you know you're a professional dancer here. Um, it's, I mean, if we just throw this into a real world comparison, all right, so you got your full-time people that show up to work every day in uniform. Well, you got Johnny who works for you once, maybe a week, once every two weeks. And when he shows up to work, he's basically, you know, he's got a, a, a fake tuxedo shirt on. He's not following any uniform policy. He doesn't do any work when he's there or the work he does is completely wrong. I think, Um, especially with this new eBay, you know, the seller rating buyer experience that they're, you know, talking about, Mm. um, I think this is so crucial and all the people out there that cry about it, like, Oh my God, why is eBay doing this? It's becoming more like Amazon. Every single time somebody goes on eBay, buy something, especially if it's their first experience and this item shows up in a pizza box or a cereal box. They are not shopping on eBay ever again. And that's one customer that could be maybe maybe the next thing they bought would have been from you or from me. I don't think people realize the the compounding factor that comes into play when it comes to just letting people do whatever they want. There has to be rules. With any business, with any kind of platform, there's got to be rules and regulations. Personally, for me, I think eBay should make everybody offer returns. I mean, that's a hot take, but I stay by it because guess what? At the end of the day, if there's no customers on the platform, there ain't no platform. And if you have bad sellers that create terrible customer experience, and sure, I'm not sitting here saying every person listening to this, probably everybody listening to this actually runs their eBay store professionally, but... There's only one way to
1: weed them out, and you have to go across the board with rules and regulations. Now, here's the damning part of the statement, which in principle I do agree with, is you have the customers that know the eBay rules and break them constantly. Um, And that's why there's a big outcry in the community right now. And I, I, I feel for those people, but the issues that you can get dinged for, I looked at my account, and it does not apply to me as of yet now the clothing guys they got a little harder because they deal with returns on a daily basis i maybe deal with a return once every three months and that's just because of media and i've talked to other media sellers that deal on ebay they have very little returns opposed to like the clothing guys or the more uh any kind of like shoes like doesn't fit cuz customers don't know their own size and it changes from brand to brand and that's a big complaint in the clothing industry is customers don't know any better and so they issue a return they leave negative feedback they don't acknowledge they put on a little weight over christmas and i'm a size 2 well you jumped up to a size 4 lady i'm sorry you ate too much but what? where 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 i agree where where's where's the line on customer to ebay seller not doing their job or a customer taking advantage of it. I don't think they have a clear cut answer for that, but that just takes time. They'll they'll develop it over time. They should identify the issue and make a correction. That's how a company evolves essentially. I, I think uh what you said about the clothes and then the shoes,
0: it's kind of I don't know. It irritates me because at the end of the day, Johnny, nobody's, you know, making you sell clothing, making you sell shoes, right? All right. the, the redding... I, I don't play in the markets that that if impacts me. That's what I'm saying. So at any single point in your reselling business, if for some reason you decide, oh, I'm going to sell clothing and you realize that the returns are 30%, what's stopping you from instead of crying about the returns, either A, figuring out a way to deal with it where it doesn't make you go crazy and it is what it is. Returns are a part of your business. You either have to accept it or you got to move on to the next thing. You can't be in the middle with this wishy-washy like, well, I sell clothes, but I hate the returns and I hate this and sell something else or figure out a process where returns come in, you click the button, sorry for that. You know, full refund gets back to you, relist it, you're done with it. But people can't choose one path or the other. It's like, everybody's got to hover in the middle and that's what happens on eBay. That's why eBay is, is having the problems they're having. It's because everything is just one day we're this, one day we're that one day we're this one day we're that and there's really i mean that that i know of like ebay doesn't even have like packaging standards right like i think there should be something that says you shouldn't be able to ship stuff in in food boxes
1: <im- right immediately right do not use these to ship or i mean it could go to i hate to say this but you could only ship stuff in ebay official packaging they have an ebay store that sells shipping supplies if it's not in that well you can't use it
0: look at amazon dude they want you to ship fbm orders in plain packaging you can't even use a Lowe's labeled box a u-haul box they want it in a plain box and if you don't think this is real i'm here to tell you it is because people have gotten into trouble where they the customer has an issue they take pictures of it send it to amazon and say hey this item doesn't work. Amazon sees that, oh, why is this in a Home Depot box? Is this person drop shipping? What's going on here? This actually happens. There needs to be some standards out there in the eBay world. I don't care if you're part-time and you do this once a week or you're full-time and you do this 80 hours a day, regardless of where you fall, when you sign up for this business, you should have expectations and standards for yourself. And I think a lot of people are just like, well, we we don't want to really be held accountable to, to get in boxes that don't have packaging on it. And it's only a few bad sellers. And no, that's not the case. There's so many corners being cut out there on eBay and it ruins the customer experience. And if there ain't no customers, there ain't no eBay. Would you rather suck it up and eBay come out with a clear set of rules and say, here is exactly what we expect, right? Because another thing eBay sellers do, Johnny is like, well, one day eBay tells me, uh, I can get my feedback removed and I can't get it removed. And it's like they're back and forth on different things. If eBay would just come out with a clear standard, here is exactly what we expect from every seller on this platform. You're going to be held accountable to all of these, whether you do this one hour a week or 80 hours a week. All of a sudden we have a playing field where we know exactly what eBay wants from us as sellers.
1: Right. And beyond the packaging, ship on time. Why is this hard? Why is this a hard concept for sellers? You sold it. Your your job, yes, your job is now to mail it when you said you'd mail it. If you can't mail it when same day, next day, put three days on there or four days, whatever works. But ship it within that window. This isn't a mind-blowing concept here. Come on. You made the money. You give them the item. That's how a transaction should work.
0: Um, I hate to tell all the eBay people I think they're gonna come over to Amazon and sell FBM. Amazon's only giving you two days, no hanky panky. And guess what? If you fall behind those two days, it ain't no little thing that's gonna happen to you. Amazon Amazon doesn't play around with these sellers, and I I honestly think like I know starting out a lot of people get discouraged because all these rules and regulations, but holy smokes, it is to the benefit of everybody on the platform, the sellers. And the customers, because what happens here, Johnny, is when you only can have two days for processing uh, to get an order shipped, you start thinking to yourself, what can I do in my business so that I can always ship items within two days, right? You set the bar for yourself. You have this standard for yourself. And you know if you don't meet it, all right, all of a sudden your late shipment rate goes up. You lose the buy box. You know, you're not selling anything anymore. And honestly, I think
1: eBay needs to adapt something, man. It's crazy to me. And it's funny because right? right before we started this po- podcast, I paused, Mike, because I had an FBM order that I had to go pull so I can mail it as soon as this ends. Because, yeah, I'm beholden to two days, but you know what? As an order comes in, I'm going to pack it so I personally don't mess up I, the same day it gets ordered. And that's the thing I do on eBay. I have, I have uh, same day as well or next day, and I just pack it when it comes in. Um, or the certain hour I've assigned to the day that it gets packaged for my cutoff time. I make sure I am accountable and don't mess up. So there's a little buffer window there for me in case, I don't know, an unforeseeable happens. Sure, I don't know. Little Billy broke his arm at school. Oh no, I need to go take care of that. I can't ship the package. Okay, fine. You can ship it. uh, If you had processes in place where you package once a day, you could have maybe wait to the next day after you've dealt with Billy or before Billy broke his dumb arm, stupid Billy.
0: It's uh the same with customer service too, right? Amazon says you have 24 hours to respond to this message from a customer, right? Like it's not just, Whoa, I seen, I got a, I got a message today uh, on eBay and then you wait three, four, five days later and then you respond like there has to be standards for these types of things. And I don't think, You can go crazy with the standards johnny i don't think you can allow uh you know somebody like you can respond to a message as long as it's within a week or you can i'm i think about it too like because deb sells on etsy right like if you buy something off etsy the expectation is you're going to get a nice little handcrafted item maybe with a nice little handwritten note inside and i think ebay is almost it's working in the opposite direction right because it's so you have so many professional sellers that do it on such a professional level but you also have people that are just like well like you said the ease of entrance anybody can create an eBay account today and list their item and sell it and then look around and say oh I'm going to throw it in whatever box I have i don't i don't think they can allow that going forward i mean it's just the the customers are the reason we our businesses exist and i know a lot of people be like well i don't have money to to buy plain boxes or plain poly mailers well you're a reseller you have the highest roi business in the history of business so you have money you're just not spending it right so that argument i don't want to hear nothing about it down in the comment section because we have so much roi coming into our business on a daily basis we should have something a line item set out for supplies i mean i know i, I do i know you do it's it's part of doing business and We like to provide a customer service experience because maybe this person comes back and buys, you know, another item from us, or maybe they follow the store even on Amazon, right? You, you never get repeat buyers on Amazon, but guess what? I still have plain
1: boxes and plain, you know, bubble mailers to ship item in. You got to play by the rules here. Now I'm going to say something very controversial that maybe some of our listeners, this applies to on eBay because it's eBay. i I want people to upload photos of the actual item, at least one actual photo, not a stock photo. And you know how many businesses that would affect on uh eBay? I mean, look at look at the bigger companies. They 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 ship an item in the same condition that the photo is listed at, or it's a different condition. That happens so much. It's really unacceptable. Oh, yeah. But they're selling it as very good, and it's a ripped down stock photo that looks brand spanking new that's not that item that item has flaws you fail to note that's the other part of that thing is condition things properly but they just they they're they're list it go list it go list it go list it go or it's automated or it's just scan and the software takes care of it but the software is not doing a good enough job i'm sorry it's not it can't catch all the conditioned flaws with it photos help with that but it'd be nice for customer peace of mind that they see what they're buying they know what they're buying it's not a surprise in the mail now you could make the argument the stock photo guys they're going to take less money than the guy with actual photos because the guy doing photos should be charging more than stock photo guy but they a lot of times they don't do that just to stay competitive and now you got stock photo guy versus the guy who makes a quality listing they're charging the same price so in my mind just photograph at least one photo an actual photo of the damn item i i think this is super important that you brought this
0: up it's you you got to you got to choose a side eBay. you can't be stock foot because this has personally happened to me i had to buy one single book to complete a set to sell it and it was from thrift books and it's a stock photo and it says acceptable condition <laughs> dude i was waiting for it to show up who knows what condition. And it was actually in better than acceptable condition. But yet again, we hit that point where if it's a bad customer experience, they're not coming back. Returning something on eBay can be a headache compared to returning something on Amazon, right? Um, Everybody knows where to, where to go to return stuff on Amazon. Everybody knows you can return it for any single reason. So it is kind of cool to think about it. Like, eBay, we either want to see there has to be an actual photo of the item being sold or everybody has to offer free returns. You can't just fall. Yet again, here we are. We fall in the middle where Johnny can do what he wants and I can do what I want. And there's really no rights, no wrong. I think I do it right. He thinks he does it right. eBay doesn't care who's doing it right or who's doing it wrong. It's that's, that's pretty. Uh, That would be very interesting if they required... An actual photo of the actual item being sold. But, you know, yet again, how can you even monitor that, right? You would have to have some kind of AI or, you know, some kind of photograph bot that could detect that it, you know, it's not a stock image photo being pulled from. And like you said, it would probably, I mean, it would benefit all the smaller guys. And in terms of smaller guys, I'm talking us, not mega sellers that just list hundreds and thousands of items every single day. That would be a huge benefit. And I actually think that would work out. In the favor of eBay, right? Because all of a sudden, now we can run a a promotion campaign that's like, hey, see what you buy before you get it, right? See everything you buy before you buy it, right? That, That would be huge. I think in the eyes of just platforms overall, that would be any platform I think could do that and would see a better customer service experience uh what's your take on returns you think they should have a blanket return policy i think they should i think it should be free returns at the end of the day sooner or later you're going to get to that point as amazon continues to grow and other platforms continue to dwindle away i think sooner or later you're going to get there anyway so why not start now
1: yes i agree before i get to that i mean yeah same could be said for amazon here where yeah you can still have one listing sure but when when you're up to bad on the buy box it's showing your photo of your item that would that would help amazon returns drastically it would put more workload on the amazon seller emphasis on work sure but the better customer experience is to be had now segueing back to Mr eBay here on returns yes i think returns should be required across the board i offer 60 day returns you could do as little as 30 i believe and so at least having a 30-day standard return policy, I think, should be just a default in the system. It's not even a policy anymore by my choice. It's just an eBay policy. It's going to happen. You're in the return game. That's a part of doing business.
0: And for, for anybody out there that sells new items and gets some return as used, you can have an option in there where you can charge a restocking fee. Amazon has this. You sell an item new. FBM, the customer opens it, wants a return, you can charge a restocking fee. Um, So there are ways around this before everybody gets all crazy. Well, I sent them this and then it got stained up or they did something to the item. Yes, there are restocking fees. Yes, it's implemented on other platforms. I think the overall gist of this is you got to eBay has to choose who they want to be as a platform. And guess what? Sellers. We play on their platform. If you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. And maybe that's why, you know, a lot of people love eBay is because at the end of the day, Johnny, you can run your eBay business. You probably could have an eBay business selling only out of, uh, you know, used food container boxes, right? All of a sudden, you're the DiGiorno box guy, and everything that you sell in your your store is shipped in an empty DiGiorno box because maybe you live next to the DiGiorno factory and you can get the boxes for free, right? It's uh, I think it is pretty crazy that you can just do what you want and really like what are the consequences like think about how hard it is to get banned on eBay versus like Amazon <laughs> like <laughs> it is it is night and day to me the stuff you can get away with on eBay uh compared to Amazon like it's just it's crazy to me and I think it I think it only hurts the platform so when this buyer experience thing rolls out and you know cuz eventually it probably will to the US I think it's only good I think we need to start weeding out the bad players. And for those of us that treat it like a reselling business, it's only going to benefit us. Everybody that's doing it right. It's only going to benefit you. There's going to be no harm if eBay decides to start doing all these things and holding sellers accountable.
1: Right. And it was interesting because tech was talking about it. it you, you got so many things you were ghosted. You were no longer invited to sell on that platform. Now, where there's some people that probably got ousted out of eBay that shouldn't have. Sure. But I'm going to say the vast majority deserved it. They had it coming because they didn't do their job Uh, to the guys that got treated unfairly. um, Sorry. (laughs) That's just, I'm, I'm sorry. That's all I can really say to that. It happens, man, on any platform, right? You can,
0: it's any job, any job you're, At will wrongful
1: termination, all these things happen and you move on, you adjust for it. Life does go on, reselling does go on. Okay, you got kicked out of eBay. Guess you're an Amazon seller. Welcome to the club. Hey, get fired from CVS, walk
0: down the street to write aid and get a job there. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's the equivalent. And I think a lot of people get so offended by eBay making these changes. I don't know, like maybe, maybe it's because people have been selling on eBay for so long and they see. The platform, you know, 10 years ago looked like this, and now it looks like this. But wouldn't we all want a better seller and buying experience, right? I think everybody here can attest to that, especially the sellers that are doing it the right way. We want standards. We want things to be clear across the board so we get more customers on the platform. More of our items are selling because they know, hey, every time I buy a T-shirt, it's going to come in a poly bag, that you know isn't going to have any branding on it, isn't going to come in any kind of you know box. And if eBay would come out with these rules and standards, all of a sudden all the bad players get held accountable, and poof, they go away. Sure, a few good soldiers you know sacrifice themselves for the greater good of the platform. This is always going to happen, but I do think it would be just so beneficial, man. And it's it, ever since you know Tech put out that video, and I was thinking about it like eBay needs seller standards. I don't care what nobody says. And it needs to be across the board, not this, oh, well, I'm part-time, so I don't want to be held to the same standard as somebody that's full-time. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in any job, whether you're part-time or full-time. You're required to sign the same papers when you're hired that you can lift 50 pounds, you can do X, you can do Y, and you can do Z. Just because you're part-time, you don't get all these you know, benefits, I guess, or like things you can just slack off on.
1: Right. And I had an interesting conversation with a couple of people about this very fact, like how Amazon has their uh, return team. What They deal with returns, right? So uh, I was like, well, what if eBay had something similar? Like we have an international shipping hub, right? So what if all of our packages that we're mailing to the customer got shipped to the shipping hub and consequently any returns went back to the shipping hub for inspection? Now, Where we got held up in this cool idea is what makes the eBay employee an expert versus you? They're not. They can't be an expert in everything that gets returned unless you have certain departments that handle certain returns um, because that would prevent you getting rocks mail back. And that's always a big talk. I mean, I've never really had this happen personally, but I've known people that had, well, I bought a Sombrero and I got a box of Skittles returned back to me. It's not the same thing, right? so i don't know i mean that would that would give ebay a lot more control however we pay all these fees we pay amazon all these fees right what are our fees really go to i mean ebay has so much so many uh phone support and that costs money um but i'm sure there's some extra money floating around that something could be put into play that helps customers and sellers um, I like my shipping hub idea and return hub idea, but there's a lot of hurdles to overcome there. So, well, I'll keep on noodling, and eBay will never do it. Uh,
0: listen, you're like a politician, right? You're like, I want to do all these things, but taxes need to go up. Dude, you're not, yeah. getting, you're not getting nobody's vote, dude. It all would right? be
1: the best thing, but it would cost yeah. so much money, but it would be the best experience. But people, especially resellers,
0: we get bent out of shape if there's a 0.5% increase in fees. Like, and I tell all these eBay people like, oh my God, I got to promote at 2%. I'm like, come on over to Amazon where you're lucky if you get 50% of this overall sale price, right? Like, but I do think if maybe, you know, maybe, I mean, this is another hot take. If eBay maybe justified their fee races in better ways, like, hey, we're going to do this, right? Maybe, maybe Johnny what you, gets-
1: What are you taking my money for? What? what where's the money going?
0: It, and that's the it's thing- just about-
1: to sell a book? 15 percent yeah yeah yeah
0: so like i guess we justify it as amazon sellers it's like hey we can ship our stuff it's super easy to list they scan it at the warehouse they put it on their shelves they pack and pick it right there's really not much customer uh service you have to do they inspect the returns um so maybe we justify that in our mind as well if we pay all these fees at least they're taking care of us on this 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 and this Where on ebay it's like where does the fee money actually go? Right. So maybe if there's a more transparency and even if say, hey, here's exactly how we're spending the fees, we're going to up fees 5% across the board, but we're going to give sellers X, Y, and Z, right? You're going to get better support. And it's proven that, hey, we hired these people uh local to the country you sell in. You're going to speak with somebody every single time you call from the country your account is, you know, showing, you know, in the United States, UK, wherever in the world. Um, I think that would be beneficial. And I don't think like many resellers would really get that pissed off if they were just transparent and said, hey, here's what you're getting
1: and not just taken. So for those, those that aren't aware, the international shipping program, I think, is a beautiful thing that I wish applied domestically. So when a customer makes an order, you, they pay whatever you charge them, right? Well, eBay charges a premium to the customer that we never really see. Um, and the shipping's astronomical. Fine, whatever. People still do this. However, we ship it to the shipping hub and they inspect the package and repackage it for us. If it gets lost in between the hub and the customer, I don't owe them any money. I'm okay with the customers paying up for support like that, where they're inspecting the package, make sure it is what it is. It's packaged properly and then mailed out. And then the couriers screw it up. But eBay did its job. I did my job. Um, Customer gets their money back. I get to keep my money because I did my job. If we apply this to domestic, sure, the customer's paying up. And sure, eBay's employing more people. Well, that's not a bad thing, I guess. But there's some security and peace of mind there. Um, And then eBay knows if you shipped it out on time, because it either arrived at the hub or not, they you got the little guy at the dock, just waiting for your package to come in. I think it'd be a beautiful thing. They'll never do this. However, they did it with international, but if they did it for domestic, man, what a company change that would be for the better.
0: Yeah. There, there's a lot of things. And I don't think this is hat. This is like, cause what happens here? eBay just drops like these bombshell updates, right? It's like, We're all waiting for the update and then it comes, and it's like, boom, boom, the sky is falling, the comments are coming. It's like, I think this can be almost like a one year, two year, maybe three year plan, right? Where eBay comes out and says, hey, to increase customer satisfaction on our platform, within the next year, here is exactly what we're going to expect from you sellers. And these will be, these updates will be rolled out maybe in a quarterly basis. So it's not like I'm expecting Johnny to get rid of all the his DiGiorno boxes tomorrow. He has three months, six months, nine months, a year to start implementing changes. And these changes are only going to be better for you, right? You're going to get better feedback. You're going to have better, better business processes overall. I think that's the biggest thing that people kind of miss out on is when there's a clear standard from a company, right? Whether it's at work, whether it's your reselling business, if we have XYZ standards, all of a sudden you become more efficient at these things, right? I try to think about this too. Like when I'm helping Deb and I do certain parts of her business, she has standards. And if yeah. I send her something that doesn't meet standards, she says, what are you doing, dude? Like you, you got to fix this. And I think what happens here, I get in my mind, okay, well, I can't just sneak one buyer, right? Like there's no sneaking on by your boss. So it's all of a sudden, okay, I have that same standard now. And I become more efficient because now, okay, I know what to expect, know what my boss expects, and here's exactly how I'm going to do it in a more efficient way.
1: Right. I mean, once upon a time, I think even Amazon was considering its own mail service thing. If eBay did something similar, with my fancy shipping hub idea I keep going back to, we see eBay trucks on the street or Amazon trucks on the street, I think that would, well, post office would lose a lot of money. Maybe go bankrupt but um if the companies took a little little flag there and had a logistics and transportation game, I think that would be an improvement across the board because now the company is reliable not we and I hate to say it, but a lot of sellers blame USPS for late shipments and this that and the other that are complete lies to uh, the customer. Uh, I think that would take a lot of things out of it. Like I got a I ding on my metric because the post office lady didn't scan one of my many packages, just one. It didn't affect my metrics that much, but I see it, and it annoys me. It doesn't say 100% anymore. It says like 99.85, which annoys me. I did my job. USPS worker did not do her job, but it happens, and it'll go back up. It's not like it's on my permanent record. It's just on my temporary permanent record for six months, but still. These are anomalies,
0: right? You can't. That's a good point to bring up here as we get towards the end of this is everybody makes it seem like the post office is out to get them, right? Or like the customers are out to get them. Everybody's going to scam you and send their pet rock they bought back in 1990 when pet rocks were cool back to you instead of the item you sold them. That is not the case. We were talking a percent of a percent. If you want that experience, come on over to Amazon. That's all I'm saying eBay eBay sellers cannot complain about returns to me. As a full-time Amazon seller, I don't wanna hear nothing about it because I know for a fact, my return percentage is way higher than it would be if I was on eBay. And I know for a fact, eBay would have my back more of the times if I got scammed by a buyer than Amazon would. So that argument, it's so, it's so stupid because if you didn't know better, Johnny, you would think every person that shops on eBay is out to
1: scam you. <laughs> Very much. Oh. Stop putting chocolate in your packages, Mike. Yeah. I know it's I'm, you. Know it's you. There, there needs
0: like these are things we're talking it it blows my mind that we're even having this conversation today where we were talking about standards. We're business owners, right? No matter how ragtag we look right now, right? You know, like look at this guy's beard. He hasn't shaved it in years. I'm wearing a Michael Myers hoodie like I'm a ten-year-old that you know in the movie just came out in seventy-eight, right? <laughs> Um, But we have standards in our business. That's how we've gotten to this point. When we were part-time, we still had standards. When we're full-time, we even have higher standards. And I think it's just beneficial to the platform and every single seller that eBay puts something in place.
1: Now, here's one for you. And I've done this before just because... If I'm tired and I'm shipping, sometimes I mess up. Sometimes I'm not as gentle with the book. And if I damage the book, or here's my favorite, I pull off the adhesive on my, my mailers before I put the item in there, and I've gotten the item stuck on the adhesive and damaged it before. I'm I'm owning up to that. You know what I do? I message the customer. I mail on the item anyway, but I message the customer and I issue them a refund right away. I messed up. This isn't the item you were promised you would get that you paid me money for and you're going to get the item anyway, because I don't really need it. Um, you know. And that's just because customer service. I mean, there, there's standards, and then there's just good, right things to do kind of thing. Um, and I, I think other people just put it in, don't message them, and just cross their fingers and hope for the best. Because I'll admit it, customers are lazy. The odds of them actually responding back or complaining or issuing a return or doing feedback, that's a lot of effort for a customer. So they're playing the odds game there. But you don't need to customers are okay as long as you're honest and upfront with them that's why my condition notes are pretty detailed because they know what they're getting then there's photos to back it up however if i mess up during shipping because i've done this before because i'm in a rush or tired i just let them know i just let them know it's uh that that is like i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna blow i'm gonna blow this up right here because you ever have somebody buy something johnny and they say hey make sure you please package this correctly. Do you think this person just randomly
1: came up with a statement? No, it's because- Put it in a box. I've gotten that so many times. Can you please put it in a box? And I do.
0: It's because they had Joe Blow send them something in a DiGiorno box or a Ziploc bag. These are not just random encounters. These people have had bad experience. Thankfully, they still continue to shop on eBay because let's face it, if most people order something off any site and it comes shipped in a Ziploc bag or like, the label slapped right on the box of the actual item or like the action figure, like you're not going to shop there ever again. And thankfully these people stay around and continue to shop on eBay. But every single reseller has had this person, the second they order it, you're like, Ooh, I got a sale. And then, Ooh, new message from, and then you look and they're like, can you please pack this properly? And this is because they've had a bad experience on eBay and eBay cannot afford bad experiences
1: yeah, because right. mo- most eBay shoppers are once a done or once a season. They aren't on, it's not like Amazon where they're constantly shopping there. It's a, well, this item's too expensive over here. Let me go check the internet. Oh, here's an eBay link. And then they buy it. That's usually how eBay transactions work. That's not to say there aren't dedicated eBay shoppers. There are. But by abundance, uh, eBay's can treat it as the yard sale of the internet when somebody wants a deal or they can't find it elsewhere. That's what eBay's for.
0: Yeah, well, the problem is when you're the yard sale of the internet, then people pack their stuff like it's a yard sale. and then,
1: Unfortunately, now we've been, all of us have been to yard sales where, hey, they know what they're doing. This is set up nicely. I like those yard sales. And then I've been, everything's in a pile, may or may not be on a blanket on the front lawn. There's not even tables. I've been to those yard sales too. You know what? I leave. Y-
0: yet again, you have to, you got to take a stance one way or another. And I think that's kind of the overall gist of this is- the platform has to decide who they want to be, what expectations they need to have, and just roll with it. I mean, yeah, listen, people are always gonna be upset regardless, right? We live in a, a a culture where every everybody's offended by everything that goes on one way or another, whether it's a good or bad, it might benefit Johnny, but it doesn't benefit me. So I'm gonna yell about it and, and vice versa. That's the reality of it. But you gotta, you gotta make a stance. EBay, honestly, I think and I think standards, as much as all the sellers out there don't want to hear it all these metrics. Oh, well, the shipping late and this and that. Listen, these are conversations you can have, right? You can call eBay, say, hey, here's exactly what happened. Well, Mike, the support sucks. I can't get feedback removed anymore. This is the reality of what eBay needs to decide on who they want to be. I think they should focus on the customers. Honestly, here's a set of rules for sellers. This is what you got to do. We want our customers to have good experiences at the end of the day. And these five things are going to increase the customer experience. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. We appreciate you selling on eBay over the past 65 years. You've been selling on eBay, but this is who we are now.
1: Absolutely. And um, fun quick story before we end this up. So day one of my current employee, I've been up, I don't know. I got like three hours of sleep. Anyway, shows up to work and I'm going to train her how to package. And in in the scenario I just mentioned occurred, I'd rip the adhesive off before I put the item in there and tried to put the item in there got stuck and pull it back or rip the whole like bottom cover off this is how you not package i told her now we have to go now i'm gonna take this opportunity to show you how to do customer service walk over here to the computer with me and then we proceeded on but i couldn't believe it first day i'm trying to show her how to do this thing and i i screw up it happens
0: i think a lot of it boils down to people like but Johnny, I don't want to have to be obligated to respond to a customer in 24 hours. Well then, listen, maybe reselling for you, honestly. I think that's what this boils down to is we weed out all the bad players. All of a sudden, the customer experience goes through the roof. More people are shopping on eBay. We're all getting more sales. And I think it's only beneficial at the end of the tunnel that we have standards. And I would expect that on any platform, right? Like Etsy has a thing where you can be a star seller You know, if you respond to messages within 24 hours, you're shipping on time. Uh, Maybe eBay has something like that where, hey, maybe they have like a, you know, top rated plus, but there's also something else where this person, you know. I'll be honest
1: with you. That bar is really
0: low. Anybody can get that. I know, dude. It's, But that's the thing. That's why eBay needs to change the bar and come out with clear cut SOPs of what they expect from sellers because I don't think this path forward is sustainable. I don't think it can be the Wild West anymore. I don't think it can afford to be the flea market of the internet because you can't, customers, you know, they're a dime a dozen anymore. There's so, just think about how many more platforms there are for people to shop on, right? I mean, everybody has their own websites anymore. And if you just Google something and you go to the shopping tab, you're going to see 50 different sites selling that same exact thing. Everybody's vying to get customers. And the way you do that is you provide
1: a good customer experience. Now, what would be cool, you know how they have employee of the month at places? What if you had eBay seller of the month? And I'm not just talking dollars, just had good metrics and eBay pulls good metric people's name out of hat. You were on the front page of eBay that day. You know how much that would change that store's career just for doing their job? And eBay is like, you did a good job. Front page today, and they just do 365 sellers a year. It rotates. Beautiful thing. It's not just your thrift books. It's not just your big, bad, can't compete sellers. It's everybody. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. My my
0: final thought, like Jerry Springer, is we as resellers, we are business owners. We should have high standards. eBay as a selling platform should also have high standards and stick to what they say they're going to do. This isn't just an us problem. It's a, it's us and them problem. But if we can't decide what's right and what's wrong in every situation, you know, every time we roll the dice, it's a different number. That's the problem that we have here. So standards and eBay following these standards across the board, whether you're a multi-million dollar seller or whether you list one item a week would be a huge difference on the platform. And at the end of the day, we need customers for our business. If we don't have customers and other people are ruined customers, like if Johnny chipped all of his books and pizza boxes, right, I'd be pissed off because people aren't going to shop no more because he's ruining their experience. Nobody wants to receive an item in something like that. But if we had a clear set of rules that said, hey, you can't do this. Well, guess what? Johnny ships that. Customer complains. They see the photo of the DiGiorno box. Johnny's out the game. That's just the way of the world. There has to be rules. There has to be consequences. So we appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Reseller's Mindset Podcast. Today's full episode and all previous episodes are available to all YouTube members along with the weekly Zoom call and private Discord. Head on over to youtube.com backslash to use guy and consider joining for as little as $2.99 a month.